Hello, Hello. and you are listening to I I Guess guess We're Roommates. It's a working title. Yeah, I definitely said there, but it's okay. It's okay. We got the vibe of it. Am I right? It'll be labeled correctly, so they'll know. We don't know, but they'll know. Yes, yes. So, I guess for newcomers, since this is our first official, definitely not. I'm definitely crossed right now. This is definitely not going to get posted. But if it does, that's amazing. And one day, (laughs) you know, once we hit like 100 episodes. We will be so famous. Oh, obviously. And people are going to be like, oh my gosh, I should watch from the, or watch. I should listen from the first Mm. one. Yes. And they're not going to know who we are. Hashtag frenemies. Hashtag Trisha Paytas and that other guy. Yes. Hashtag views, David Dobrik and Jason Nash. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Hashtag third best, Dalton and... Yes. Will. Will. Yes, Will. Will. I spit in his mouth one time. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he also spit in my mouth, so that was really fun. It was a cute little, like, mutual. It really was. Okay, so here is today's... I don't know. I guess this is just an introduction to everything that you're going to be listening to. Yeah. We're going to be talking about mental health drugs um no joey does not do drugs but i definitely do and she i'm just along to watch the ride yes i want everyone to know that joey is a very good person and does not do drugs and yes this is pointed at her mother and everyone else that knows her pointed at my mother and my code of conduct contract i have signed yes but like i like this is genuinely the truth joey does not do any of that stuff like she is a very good person and if anything she has has been my not well trip sitter is not the word but she has been, been around my, you when you've done acid before. yeah but she has been my sober companion she has been the person that's like margaret stop i'm <laughs> the one this is actually a conversation we had right before we started recording this margaret no you do not need to drive to your mom's house to get your dog right now you are very drunk Yes. You know, that's just our dynamic. Yes, yes, yes. So I would like to congratulate Joey in not falling under peer pressure. Oh, what can Yay. I say? Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Yay. Okay. So what's your... I guess we need to say who we are, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I want to talk about something else after this. Okay. But we're going to introduce ourselves. So, Joey, go first. Okay, Joey. so hi. I'm Joey Steele. <laughs> As of now, my Instagram is at joey.steel. Yes. Yes. I'm sure if you're listening to this, you you follow me. You know who I am. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe you're watching at 100 episodes and you're like, I should start from the beginning. Maybe. Um, How have we changed? Anyways, continue. That's so true. Um, I'm 17. I'm actually from Tennessee, but I moved to Alabama when I was two. So now I'm in Alabama. Dose. A good old Roll Tide. Good old Roll Tide. Roll, roll Titty, t- if you will. Roll Tide. Oh, she just... Mm, fuck. I wish we were actually video recording this. It's a nice, like, you slam a rock and roll hand. Just, yeah, just you, just, you just put all of your energy... <clears throat> that should be, like, our photo. Like, our logo is us yes. just, like... Yes! Or it's, like, you doing that, and it's me doing Peace and Love. Oh, fuck. If you don't Shut watch up, Big Mouth... mouth. Damn, we are connected. What can I say? Oh, what else should I say about myself? Um, I'm a senior in high school, and I'm but on- she's skipped how many grades? One, just, just one. one, just one. Or but still, she skipped, skipped grade. a grade, and I 
technically am gradu I graduated in January and so filming in a mature being has lots of trauma. Obviously. What can I say? It's from the trauma. <laughs> Period. Um, but yeah, so I'm auditioning for college BFA and BA musical theater and acting programs. Yes. I'm getting another truly. Okay. So while Margaret's doing that, I'm gonna stall. We're stalling. We're oh, stalling. We and back. Margaret's back to do her intro. Oh, it's my intro. Now. I can't think of anything else interesting about. Okay, me right now. my name is Margaret Carr. Um, the famous Margaret. Oh Carr. no, baby girl. Um, if you saw me and Joey off the street, you would think we were complete opposites, but we completely work in a harmonious, beautiful way. Um. We influence each other in both good or bad. Why we influence each other? I yes, you can probably tell how different we are. Um, so my name is Margaret Carr. I do theater. I was in the musical U- University of Alabama musical theater program, but then I had the worst semester of my life, and it was like, wow, I should focus on my mental health. And then Joey came in, yes. and then so she got her own house. Yes. And then my mom had COVID. Yes. And so now it's it's a thing. our house, and that's why I guess we're roommates. Yeah, we are roommates. We yeah. genuinely are roommates. I mean, she doesn't pay rent, but, like, I genuinely love her so much to the point that, like, I literally don't give a shit. I do the laundry. She does the laundry. What the fuck? We could all use a bitch that does the laundry. Oh, my, oh gosh, my God. We have guests. We have First guests. Hold guests. on. We have guests. Hello, we're back. That was so enthusiastic, Margaret. Thank you. We are back with Diane and Chris. Say hi. Chris and Diane. Hello. Yes. Thank you for saying hello. Chris and Diane. Mm-hmm. Introduce yourselves. Diane, you first. Okay. I'm Diane. I am a freshman at the University of Alabama studying theater performance. Ooh, cue the applause, Nickelodeon. I'm from Birmingham, Alabama. That's about it. Yes. Hello, my name is Christopher. I am also a BFA theater performance major at the University of Alabama. I am also in the Blunt Scholars Program. Ooh. Um... I'm from Birmingham, Alabama as well. I enjoy theater and dance. Cue the applause again, Nickelodeon. Yes. Add that little laughing track that they do. Anyways. So. Perfect. This. Okay. So since everyone is here. And I've already talked about this topic. um, In the amount of time that they were here. And we were, you know communicating it's been a couple hours yes um we i wanted to talk to joey or just on the podcast about sia's upcoming movie mm-hmm. music featuring or introducing maddie ziegler as music, music. <laughs> yeah so um what should we even if you hear, just, also if you, if you hear that noise in the back that is my animals so if you don't know what um, music is, <laughs> music is a movie about an autistic girl, a girl with autism, whose mother dies, I think. If I'm going to be honest, I am not. From the trailer, it looks like her mother's yes. died. Her and mother the trailer dies. is all I plan on watching based off yes. everything. Yeah. Um, 
her mother dies and her older sister, who from the trailer appears to be like very in the party life, mm-hmm. um, has to take care of her. Mm-hmm. And so does their next door neighbor, played by Leslie Odom Jr. Love you, King, but why did you do this movie? Now, before we get into anything else, I want to say that I... This is on Sia. I don't think it's on Maddie. Maddie is a child, or was a child at that time, and it's her godmother and contracts and stuff. I don't know how old she is, but I can completely... I think she, like, just turned 18, and she was probably, like, 16 when they filmed the movie. Yeah, and I completely understand being, like, a child, literally, like, star. Like, literally a child star. Or star. Child star. Sure, whatever. Um, and, like, literally just taking every opportunity you can. I can understand that mindset. And... Especially godparent, money-hungry producer, manager. Yes. And I understand that, like, literally out of everyone who hasn't had, like, ha- hasn't endured, no, what the fuck am I trying to say? Hasn't experienced, like, an actual disabled life, that being my brother, that I have a lot more factual knowledge, I guess, yeah, and, like, insight. My mom's insight. a special ed teacher, yes. so. So, like, we have... Comparatively, from what I know, a lot more knowledge than Maddie's. Then Sia. Then Sia. Sia. My sister is actually autistic. Yeah. So, and, like, I don't think Sia has ever come out with, like, anything that's, like, any of my family members have autism or are disabled, which I I think I can understand. It's dedicated to a friend who is, but, again, I have not been very deep into the movie, just what's been going on around Yes, mm-hmm. and I th- and shout out I I I completely forgot her name. I hate it, but that I don't hate her name. I hate that I forgot her name. Are we, the girl from TikTok? Yes, it's like Paige Lyle. Lyle, I she's, had it pulled up because we were gonna watch her video. She's very pretty. Okay, blonde. it's Paige, and then her last name is L A Y L E. Yes, she is literally an icon, a queen. Like, is. Probably one of the most well-known, like, activists or, at least in, like, our generation, one of the most well-known people that, like, speak about autism awareness or just disability awareness in general. And she has a lot of good insight on this. And basically everything I'm saying is literally just coming from her mouth, like, honestly. But there is no... (laughs) Okay, hold on. Before we go into this, mm-hmm. what are y'all's views on this? Because it's just been me and Joey talking. That's also my dog, Demetrius. Shout out to him. Oh, okay. <laughs> Demi- As you can see, Demetrius is not a fan. Yeah, he is not. He wants to voice his opinion right now. Right. What did he just say, guys? Yeah. Oh, he was That's... repeating it for us. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I agree 100% yeah. with Demetrius, especially. He's making some very valid points. Mm-hmm. And honestly, he said it best. Um, no, oh. seriously, I, I think it makes me question Sia's motives. Yes. Because like, did she actually do this in dedication of a friend? Like, I haven't actually heard about this relationship that she has with her friend. Where is this picture of this friend? Where yeah. is like? Where is her name? Where is their name? Yes. Um, what's up with that? Yes. Um, so, like, just, like, her motives are kind of, like, sus to me, and then just, you know, the whole thing with Maddie Ziegler, like, it's just, 
it's hard to truly capture uh, how a person with autism lives their life without yes. actually being a person with autism. Yes. And so it's nearly impossible to do that without having experienced it. Yes. Which is like a situation you can say about a hundred other um, things that people go through, like minority groups and other mm-hmm. um, different abilities. Um, yes. And it's just like a really, it's it's a really tricky situation because I don't know if Maddie did her research. I don't know mm-hmm. if Sia truly has good motives. Mm-hmm. I will not be watching the movie. I will not be giving her my money. Yes. Um, well, Leslie Oden Jr. in the movie seemed to have some sort of African accent. Mm-hmm. And so I was wondering mm-hmm. what that was about. What was his situation? I was you know? hoping you would, you would bring that point up. Because, I mean, if, if, I don't know if this is based off someone's actual story, but, like, I don't see why that was, like, necessary. Yes. You know, or like, like I said, all we know from the movie is what we've seen in the trailer. We haven't really been diving yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah. So I don't know if it's important to the script or if that's like a specific thing that he needs to have. But it honestly just seemed like, um, let's just make this guy the blackest we possibly can. Yes. Yes. Right. I see that. Very sus. Very, very sus. Well... The thing that I was going to speak on, or the thing that I think not only Sia is, like, accountable for, but you can take into consideration, like, I mean, Forrest Gump, like, what Diane said before we started recording this, and also What's Eating Gilbert Grape and everything like that. And this is also, like, this this sparked from Pages? Page... L-A-Y-L-E. Yes, from her YouTube video. And TikTok. Yes. She brings up the fact that almost every single representation of autism or just people with disabilities is literally the most extreme that you could get. Like, and And typically not someone who is autistic or like in Glee, already in a wheelchair is not played by an actor in a wheelchair. Yes. Yes. I remember he auditioned for Finn Mm -hmm. originally. Yes. And, I don't know, it brings up that, like, kind of, like, why does it need to be the extreme? And there there are people that, that will bring up the fact that's like, oh, well, you know, if it's the best actor that can play an autistic person, then the best actor should play that person. Like, okay, then you can use the exact same argument for, okay, if a disabled person who, let's say, was missing, like, half of their arm or something like that was, but was completely cognitively, like, or just could literally do the role, like, literally did the role justice, could play Eliza Doolittle or fucking Ariel or just whatever movie was coming up that was not supposed to be specifically like a disabled person why can't they play that non-disabled person right and Maddie isn't an actor yeah Maddie is a dancer like what has she acted in before see his music videos hello yeah she's like laugh she's not an actress Mm -hmm. and right I mean like and even if like like, Sia made this movie, like, from the ground up, I'm assuming. So, like, she could have 
change the plot to make it to where mm -hmm. the um, the autistic character didn't have to be portrayed as you know the highest level of autism because we don't really see representation for like the rest of mm -hmm. the levels of autism like my sister is considered high functioning which mm -hmm. is a controversial term apparently but like I've never seen a character like her and like mm -hmm. seeing Paige on TikTok was revolutionary for me because I was like she is like speaking about what my sister is going through and mm -hmm. my sister hasn't been able to like tell us about what she's going through because she just doesn't like know how to talk about it yeah. to us because um, no one's ever really talked about it like that like no right. one has ever voiced voiced oh they have knocked over some notebooks I'm sorry <laughs> the, the, the animals are going crazy but I mean no one has ever voiced like actually voiced that type of opinion even isn't even the right word the information yes literally yeah. like the information that needs to be said right and she said it she says it in such a perfect way too like yeah it's so understandable from all perspectives. Truly. Yeah. If she if she hates Sia, we hate Sia. T. Um. I don't know. And also just the whole... The fact that she's like, I talk to Autism Speaks. Girl. Autism if you are not aware, Autism Speaks is more of an autism hate group to where yeah. only like 30% of the money that they get in goes to families with families that are caregivers for people with autism. Sorry, it took me a sec to get to what I was saying. And also more of the stuff from Autism Speaks does not come from people actually with autism. It comes from caregivers. And based off what I've heard and seen from the trailers and interviews and such is that Sia's movie is for caregivers, not for people with autism not mm -hmm. to promote diversity to teach to educate it is for caregivers to be like oh yeah. i'm doing something yeah and also okay i just want to talk about this like i'm not gonna i i i have never been diagnosed with autism i do not know what an autism what no i do not want to i do not know what an autistic person sees the world as or anything like that and i will never be able to understand that but i have worked at arts and autism and I've been and I've been around people with autism and disabilities for a lot of time like most of my life and rarely do you ever see the representation that happens on film like the the stereotypical like um front teeth like over the the lip and like biting it and like the the almost the stemming with the hands. Yes, like the common, the constant. Not quite how many. Yeah, the constant like hand finger placement that happens that they just like clench their fist, but in a very like ooh, let me stick out my fingers and then like clench it in that way, like type of thing, and like the hand movements that happen and everything like that, like that's you. It's that's not. It's not representative of all the Exactly. Like, my opinion, Maddie's portrayal is very much of a caricature yes. of what yes. we think autism, right. what we, I'm doing air quotes, think autism looks like. The stereotypical, stereotypical view of autism. You, how and just were, disabilities in general. Yeah. Right. And it, yeah, and like people have this preconceived notion that people with autism act this way and it's just totally wrong and I think that's part of like 
the reason that there are problems with the way people treat people with autism. Like lots of times if somebody finds out, like an educator finds out that one of their students has autism, they think they need to baby them. But even though mm -hmm. a person with autism is probably extremely intelligent, like yeah. most of them are, um, and they don't need to be babied and they can understand adult concepts mm -hmm. and without uh, special attention. And this movie really, like, reinforces that, like, the teachers are going to not treat them with the respect that they deserve. Mm -hmm. It's just not good publicity. Yeah. And, like, going off of that, my uncle, who, compared to my brother, has a less severe, quote-unquote, case of cerebral palsy. Like, he's more... He has more control in his legs, and he also... He, like, cognitively and mentally... He's very much, like, on the same plane as everyone else, and he can understand, like, concepts of, like, empathy and things like that that my brother can't really understand or, you know, like, lives with, I guess. Mm -hmm. And my uncle has literally voiced, because he used to work at a elementary school, and he was, like, Actually, the, like... my elementary school. Mm -hmm. And he was, like, he used to read or something, or he's just a library assistant or something like that. And he would constantly come back home and be like, I hate it when people, like, bend down when I'm in the wheelchair and, like, use their baby voice on me. Like, I, it's, it's, I, and I was like, holy shit, like, that's lit, I've, I've never, like, actually looked at it like that. Mm -hmm. And, like, actually thought about, like, oh, that's literally, like, base ableist it's is that the word? it's it literally is and yeah. i was like damn like literally never even thought of that that's uh, that it, it's it's just i don't know it's just one of the points to bounce off and like talk about and how people what was it it i think i keep forgetting her name i'm paige. right now paige. paige i think paige said it she was like it was something about how if everyone could breathe underwater, they would, you know, they would be able to breathe underwater. But what about people that couldn't breathe underwater? Mm -hmm. I can't describe it, but it was a very good analogy. Please go look at her TikTok. Yes. Yes. But it, it was a very good analogy. And it, it was basically talking about, like, the idea of dis disabilities and everything like that is a human basically a human-made construct because why should anyone that doesn't have half an arm or has to use a wheelchair is any different from someone who is quote-unquote a normal person it's just about normalizing what we currently as a society view as abnormal because okay. i'm gonna be honest i never even thought like i i can't i cannot understand or just even think about the Leslie Odom Jr. character. And I, I genuinely want to talk more about that because I'm interested in what you have to say and what opinions you have on that. Because I was fully just focused on the autism and the representation of that. Mm -hmm. um, well, as far as um, like what I was saying earlier, like Joe, there was like, um, let's just make this guy the black as we can. A lot of times you will see it in a lot of movies where they have the one black character and it's just like the most stereotypical thing that you could ever have like the the plus size 
black girl who's always the comedic relief or the loud the loud mm-hmm. girl. Yeah. Um, or you have you they either try when you have they either try to whitewash it and get the most light skinned person they could find or if they really want to make a statement that, oh, we have diversity in this, then they're going to go with the dark skin, the most black you can make mm-hmm. the person, and then take it one step further. Let's just make them from Africa, you yeah. know? Um, that's just what I was saying. Like, I, Is that's lesbian? one thing that I caught watching the, um, the trailer. Um, but like I said, I don't know exactly what the movie is or if this is based off a real person that she knows, apparently, air quotes. Um, but it's also good to talk about like what the trailer represents, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because the trailer is supposed to be a representation of the movie and what it is supposed to, you know, the theme. Quote, why am I saying quote, like quote, another quote. caricature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. and he's not even from Africa. He's born in Queens. So, like once again, why not get if you wanted if you want someone with an African accent, why not get an actual actor from Africa? Yeah. Um, which like his African accent was beautiful, but it was an accent that he put on. Yeah. The the director probably asked him to put on Sia, I guess. Or I saw there I saw um a TikTok I can't remember the guy who um made it but it was basically um like he was auditioning for this for this job and he was indian and um mm-hmm. they're like do the indian accent like you have to do the indian accent if you're at the park i like like you are you they were like are you sure you're from india like why isn't the accent there mm-hmm. and like he would have to put the accent on to get the job because yes. they wanted to a caricature yeah a caricature. yeah the token whatever right the token character that they needed in the movie or the show or TV show or whatever. Yeah. Well, another topic I wanted to bring up within it is the lack of safety throughout it that it promotes, but also within it. Um, from research that I've got, and I think I got it from Paige's YouTube video, is that there are multiple, like, flash sequence and, like, different, like, lights and mm-hmm. like from the vivid like dream yes daydreams whatever she has when daydream she sequences music. that don't come with a warning about mm-hmm. it and mm-hmm. epilepsy people with autism i have sensory processing disorder mm-hmm. and that shit messes with me like yeah all of that stuff and it comes with no warning for something that's supposed to be promoting and educating but you're not gonna do your work to get that done yeah also there's a restraint scene and I'm going to pull a quote. This is from a article on IndieWire called Autistic Community Unsettled by Sia's Film Music, an offensive piece of ableist. I can't say that word. I don't know how to say that word. Ableist minstrelsy? Minstrel? I, I don't know what that is. I don't know. How do you spell it? We'll do some research. Um... M-I-N-S-T-R-E-L-S-Y. Um, and the quote... Oh, minstrelsy. Uh, minstrelsy. minstrelsy. Yeah. yeah. Can oh, so I... Can y'all tell I graduated a year and wait, a half early? Wait, wait, wait. kind of went through. <laughs> Let's see if I can get minstrelsy. Okay, I'm assuming it's like a minstrel, so like a clown. So it's just like clownery and like... Mockery. Yeah. Is that correct? Um, yes. Form of entertainment associated with... Minstrel shows featuring songs, dances, and formulaic comic routines based on stereotyped depictions of, yeah. black, Af- 
uh, black Americans. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. Damn. There you go. Yeah. Okay. So the quote that I'm going to pull from is, even doing research and writing an essay on the film's problematic elements pre-release were not enough to prepare me for how harmful music is to autistic people, mm. Joseph Stanshar of The Paste wrote. In two instances in which music becomes overwhelmed and begins to have a breakdown, Ebo, played by Leslie Odom Jr., and Zoo, played by Kate Hudson, put music on the ground and press their bodies against her as she fights back, struggling to break free. The use of physical restraint should only be from trained individuals and as an absolute last resort. The fact that Sia is only recognizing this days before the movie's U.S. release cements the fact that she did not listen to the autistic audience or experts throughout the film's production. The scenes make themselves triggered. Uh, these scenes themselves trigger harmful memories as an autistic kid, which made me cry, and not in a good way. Jesus. And so that's where I was, I wanted to pull exactly what, like, the breakdown of what the scene was. Yeah. Which um. is... That, set, like, people have died from that, like, yeah. using that method. Like, and literally I, just, like, forcing a head down in a specific way could and break I, a person's neck. I believe neck. there was part of that in the trailer where they were forcing her into a chair, but oh, I... Oh yeah. I worked with, um, with the special needs kids at my church, and, like, I wasn't allowed to touch them more than, like, holding their hand to get them to Sunday school. Yeah. Like, if I had, if they were, like, needing assistance like that, I had to go get the leader of the group yes. I was working who with. Yes. Who, had, who was trained. That's literally what happened at Arts and Autism with me. Like, I was not, if, if there was any way that he was, that, not he, but just any kid was having, like, a tantrum that I could not control and I've tried everything I can I was they were specifically told me like do not do anything go get a person that is like trained to do this well that's what my mom is a special ed self-contained teacher for high school and she goes through extensive training Mm -hmm. typically once a month right now with COVID it's a little bit different but even then it's a very much last resort unless they are causing intense harm to themselves or someone else you just let them ride out what they're going through yeah it's honestly chilling like you were reading that I like so sickened by yeah and also I feel like any training that you get they're gonna tell you to try to defuse the situation like not get on top of them and force their head down and like restrain them because that's just gonna make them feel scared like what would you even if if you are a neurotypical blah 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 person Mm -hmm. being restrained when you're having a like breakdown or like if you like an anxiety attack a panic attack even just like Mm -hmm. you're upset about something no one would want to be restrained like can't see me yeah that's that's terrible like no person ever whoever you are would want to be restrained like that like imagine that in like how i am assuming how music is nonverbal and such from the trailer that's her only way to communicate is by like, if something's upsetting her, that's what she has to do to yeah. make it known. So imagine you're letting people know how you feel, and that's how you get responded with. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I think this was actually, like, a very big learning experience for me that I just want to share. When I... Because I was a camp counselor at Arts and Autism during, like, the summer programs and the summer camps that they would have. And I was in charge of, like, the itty-bitties. So, like... I, girl, I can't even tell you the, the age range right now, but, like... <laughs> I would say, like, probably, like, three to, like, six. Yes. There was a kid named... And 
I, like, I loved him. He was having a little moment, and he was angry about something that I can't even remember, but one of the counselors just, like, screamed with him and was like, yeah, I'm angry with you, too. I don't know what we're angry about, but, like, ah! And he right. and he literally just stopped and was like, yes. Mm-hmm. And was completely fine. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of one of those moments where I was like, holy shit, like, it was a learning, like, I can't even, I can't even really tell you what I learned, but it was just one of those moments where it was, like, there, it's not that difficult. Like, you, I could have easily just picked him up and, like, held him and stopped him from doing anything, but I wasn't going to do that. But, like, literally all you needed to do is just be, like, I'm angry with you! And he was, like, yeah. oh, right, hell yeah, right. and then was fine. Validate just, their emotion. That's yes. their way of being heard. That's how they communicate. Yes. And there's also, going back, let's loop back to Maddie being cast instead of an actor with autism yes. or an actress with autism. Um, going, looping back to the same article that I was on, um, Sia said that she originally cast an actress on the spectrum in the role of music, but she found it, in quotes, unpleasant and stressful, in quotes. And so she recast Which, the pause. role with Ziegler. Pause. I can completely understand, like, someone not doing the role because because emotionally it is just too like traumatizing or especially with like the restraints yes exactly but that does not mean that your next option is just be like oh okay well let's just cast like you know my god daughter yeah Yeah, like what i feel like from there you probably cancel the movie yeah yeah stop it put it on pause for a little maybe write the whole script and i feel like if it's just one actress like she didn't give anyone else a try after that exactly and if she would have and maybe if she would have if all the actresses would have responded the same way to this, then you should say, okay, maybe this isn't a good, a positive thing for people with autism. Exactly. And so, and then in response, Twitter user at Helen Angel said, several autistic actors, myself included, responded to these tweets. Uh, I can't see part of it. We all said we could have acted in and on the short notice. These excuses are just that, excuses. The mm-hmm. fact of the matter is zero effort was made to include anyone who is actually autistic. Hashtag nothing about us without us. Yep. And Sia replied, maybe you're just a bad actor. Mm. That's an interesting thing to say to... I mean, I'm assuming this this girl was autistic. That was... Yes. Yeah. Um, That's an interesting say to an autistic person when your entire movie is about autism awareness uh, another response in this same there was um a couple tweets before um the tweet by at helen angel um Sia responded to those within the same thread fucking bullshit you have no fucking idea because you weren't there and you haven't seen the movie and then she said grr fucky fuck why don't you watch my film before you judge it fury you do not even have autism please shut the fuck up and then uh, the user is blocked out, um, but they said, did you do any research or the, com- com- did you do any research or consult the community at all? It's very condescending to say it would be cruel to consult a disabled actor. Mm. Sia said, duh, I spent three fucking years researching. I think that's why I'm so fucking bummed. Three years? Oh my god. That is such an extensive knowledge of shit. And there's also, this is something that I've seen on TikTok. I don't think it was from Paige. I think it was from another user. 
is that there's interviews a while back where Sia had talked about creating a movie for Maddie. Now, if that is is music, I am don't know. But, but here, here's some tea, girl. I don't know if anyone's... I, this is just a conspiracy in my mind. But I see a lot of similarities in Sia's music video, like old music videos with Maddie in them. Mm-hmm. And Maddie has a lot of the same characteristics as music does in music. Yeah. Ooh, I didn't even... Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. if thinking you... back to, like, Chandelier... And mm-hmm. Elastic Hearts or whatever she posted or whatever. But, like, there's a lot of similarities. And it makes me kind of uncomfortable. I, yeah. mm-hmm. I honestly believe my personal opinion not slandering Sia or Maddie or anything. Mm-hmm. I believe that there was never... a autistic actor in the role i believe it was always maddie or always meant for maddie in the least because with all the the dance sequences that fit the style that she's done before Mm -hmm. with her and everything it just and this is also just a conspiracy of mine that i just popped up in my head but you could also in a way sort of grooming is not the right word but since maddie was so young that's what i was about yeah since maddie was so young and she was already doing these kind of characteristics in these music videos I, with, like, you know, the evidence of Hollywood and all of these, like, mm-hmm. big people, like, doing all of these things, it would not be a doubt in my mind that Sia was, like, ooh, let me, like, groom her to think let that this find... is okay, and that she's going to do a whole movie about it and not question anything. But that yeah. is just a conspiracy. That's my mind working in mysterious ways. No, but it's totally, like, valid. Mm-hmm. It could have been... You know, I... Uh... I'm scared that what happened was the first girl they had in the role. Like, um, she was saying it was what, too stressful, mm-hmm. or they didn't want to work. They wanted to get Maddie in there, so they like didn't really accommodate for her at all. And they like they like whenever that, she well, that she is a very out, like that that concept of like doing the extreme and then doing what you actually want to do. Like mm-hmm. the best, it, the, literally Molly Crew, like. Their their example of have y'all ever seen the girls 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 music video? Well, okay, if you haven't, it's literally just a strip joint. It's not really that raunchy, but for the time, you could consider that it was. But what it's it's a it's things that people do in Hollywood. They Motley Crue gave them MTV, gave them a music video that was the most raunchiest thing they could ever make it. And obviously MTV was like, no, we cannot do that. And then they gave them their actual vision of Girls, 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 which is the music video that they came out with. And they were like, yes, that's perfect. But it's because they like conditioned them or quote unquote groomed them with the worst possible thing they could see. So the better thing above that would be fine. And you could take that into the same like, oh, they made it the worst for an actual person with autism and yeah. then they actually wanted to do the vision with right. Maddie. It's like if you were babysitting and you were like, it's we can either go pick up the dog's poop with our hands or we can clean up our toys. And you know, like comparatively cleaning up toys is gonna be a lot better yes. than you're gonna choose that one. Just like a more like a it's a it's a get them to do what you want them yes, to do. It is yeah. a well known like that is a very I mean, common tactic. Yes, it's a manipulative tactic, period. 
it's a very common thing that people do, and there is an icky feeling that that is what happened with this movie. Well, and there's also stuff that has been circulating through TikTok and YouTube um, that Maddie was upset, like, with Sia, just like, I don't want people to think I'm making a mockery or, like, okay. anything, and Sia was like, don't worry, they won't. If you think about it, Maddie's kind of been, like, groomed yes. on public television. Even on Dance Mom! Since she was yeah. little, like, yeah. little. Which, like, I don't know what that would do to a person's, like, psyche. So, like, I, it's like does she even know how to think for herself? I mean, I'm sure she does. Yeah. Like, I'd be interested to see what she thinks about this film in a few years from now. Or um, just, like, even right now, like, sitting, talking to, what's her sister, Mackenzie? Just, like, right. talking mm-hmm. to her and be like, yeah. Because, I mean, I would be yeah. stressed if the media was coming after me for a film that I just mm-hmm. did, making fun of. But I do feel as if the media yeah. has been very good. I have a donut in my mouth right now. <laughs> media has been very good about pointing the anger more towards Sia mm-hmm. than right. towards Maddie. They talk about Maddie's portrayal of it, but the anger is more geared towards Sia for casting her, which I believe is appropriate especially yes. given maddie's age yeah, and yeah, yeah her history yes for sure for sure i don't know they're like this doesn't have to really do with anything particular but it's just something that matt because like maddie used to post youtube videos when like dance mom was was kind of coming like down and maddie was doing her own thing and she was really big with sia and she was doing a makeup tutorial and she was using the mascara Better Than Sex by Too Faced. Mm-hmm. And she, like, she swatched it. She did her little hand thing. And she was like, and the mascara I'm using is better than, can't say that, you know, might get in trouble. And I was just already, like, I, like, I genuinely don't know how I feel about that. And I, gen- I didn't know how to feel about that in the moment. But, like, it's just something that I thought I would bring up. Because it's just kind of like, I see. What? Disney, Disney stars go through that too. Because mm-hmm. I yeah. saw an interview with Zendaya and she was like rewatching one of her old interviews from like Shake It Up. Mm-hmm. And like they like forced her to talk in that like peppy, happy voice mm-hmm. because like she was like, this has never been me. I've always been like laid back mm-hmm. and just like going with the flow. And she was, yeah. Like yeah. she, Coco Jones said the same thing too. I don't know if y'all know the TikTok sound. Um, and you would do it too for a chick. I was yes. an employee. Um, that was her talking about how um, Disney made her speak in that like high peppy voice, like oh everything's sunshine mm-hmm. and rainbows, and um, she was like, yeah, that wasn't me. Like I just I was I was an employee. Like I had to. I was under a contract. Yeah, we could do a whole episode about child stars and grooming. Girl, I feel like this should turn into. I guess we're roommates, and Diane and Chris just walked in the door. <laughs> Y'all need to be on our podcast twenty four seven, please. <laughs> And the whole it's, it's like views with David Dobrik and Jason Ass, but like Joe and like all the different yes. assistants are always there, like talking to. Yeah, uh, go follow uh, me, Chris, and our friend Rain's uh, YouTube channel. We're starting. It's called Subscribe. Garlic Snod Snodwat. Yes. yes. <laughs> <coughs> um, because we will definitely make videos with Margaret and Joey. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah. Oh my god, we're sexy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wait. Anything else you'll want? I feel what what closing statements do we have that have not already been? We've had a good conversation. We tonight. have. I'm we already know. like podcast know. listeners. We already had like a good like forty five minute discussion before we oh, started yeah. this. Oh. 
And then we did this as well. So we, let's see, it wasn't 45 minutes because this entire recording is a currently no, like, 48 minutes. Before like we even like sat oh, down to do this. Oh, like, yeah, 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 like, yeah, 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 what closing statement should we say? Whisper in my ear. Or do not. I think... Quick, everyone plug your social media. Ramen.snoodles on Instagram. Brian underscore Christopher on everything, pretty much. Uh, I'm Margaret L underscore car. No, girl. Like that. I don't just go. just look up Margaret Carr. I'm sure she'll pop up. Uh, Joey.steel or Joey M. Steel, depending on where you are. And this has been, Wait, I no, guess. No, 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 no. We have to say what we learned. Oh. It's a Sesame Street episode or whatever episode a child show. We learned to cast authentic actors in mm-hmm. roles that are authentically them. Yes. Yes. We need more authentic, real representation of every minority group, every abled group Yes. that we see here in America, yes. and less caricatures. Theater says it's inclusive, so make it inclusive, inclusive lol. Please. please change it from being a white man sport, lol. Or white people sport, should I say. Yeah, skinny white people sport. Skinny white people sport. Yes. Yeah. And the occasional plus size man for comedic that relief, comes in obviously. every couple of years and rotates yeah. through the program. Normalize yeah. normal people, because everyone's normal but different, you know. Literally, okay. Okay, but what should be our closing thing? We got to keep it for yeah. the entirety of the podcast. I think it should be. See you later, alligator. Yeah. yeah. Bye. <laughs>